and the 32nd verse. Now, um, there's no ulterior motive for what we do on Celebration Sunday. Um, it is a matter, like we said before, of giving and sowing. But the reason behind it, I believe, is in this verse right here. It said, uh, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Many of you know John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he what? He gave. Did you know that is the chief, the greatest expression of love is giving? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes on him would not perish but have everlasting life. God gives, but he doesn't receive for us. If you don't receive what he gave, it won't benefit you. No matter how much is given to you, you won't enjoy any of it except what you receive. you got to be a, uh, not only a giver, but also a receiver. In fact, how do you have anything to give except you receive? And the more you receive, the more you can give. And if God spared not his, his son, if the Lord was ever going to withhold something from you, If there was ever going to be something that was too much, it would have been his son. And so if he'll give you Jesus, what else will he give you? What did the verse say? Put it back up. John 8, 32. If he'll give you Jesus, if he gave him up for us, how shall he not with him also what? Freely. Somebody say freely. Freely. Freely give us what? All things. Somebody say freely. Give us all things. Freely. Salvation is costly. It costs the life. It costs the blood of the master. But it didn't cost you. It cost him. It's free to you. Free to me. If we'll receive it. The reason I'm taking a few minutes right now. Is because it would just be a tragedy if somebody came to this and was lost, hadn't received the gift, and then all day see evidences of God's goodness, but then leave without receiving the greatest gift. Let's pray that that not happen today. Hmm? This life will soon be over, and there is a heaven. And there is a hell. You know, to hear people talk, uh, almost every time when you hear that somebody died, uh, you'll hear people talk at their funeral or about them like, well, I guess they're in a better place. Well, they went to a better place. Only if they received Jesus did they go to a better place. To hear people talk, you'd think everybody that dies goes to a better place. That simply is not true. That's not the Bible. If you don't receive the Lord, you're not going to a better place. And then this life, when you die, it's not the end. You must be born again. And that happens when you receive 
the gift that's been given. Nobody can receive it for you. God won't make you. And you have to make up your own mind that you're a believer. And you don't have to understand to believe. You just make a choice. I wasn't there when God spoke and said, light be. But I believe it happened. Just like it's written in the book. Amen. I wasn't there when Jesus went to the cross and hung there and, and breathed his last and said, it is finished. But I believe he paid the price. For all the sins of the world. I wasn't there when the stone rolled away. And when the ground shook. And when he was raised from the dead. But I believe it. It's a decision I've made. People say, well, I I just can't believe over that. You could if you'd choose to. It's a choice. And oh, brother, you don't want to die without him. Because there's a hell. There's a separation. From God. If you don't want God, there's only one other place to go. And it wouldn't be his choice for you. It'd be your choice. One of the things we want to to, to see demonstrated every time we have a service and every time we have anything to do with people in outreach, but Celebration Sunday especially, we want our little ones and everybody to see God is real and God is good. Yes, sir. And God is fun. Well, I don't know if you heard that or not. He is. God is real. God is good. And God is fun. Scripture talks about it. First Timothy, they'll put that up for us as well. First Timothy 6, I believe it's 19. First Timothy 6, 19. To hear some people talk. Everything that's fun is a sin. <laughs> I actually heard a uh, uh, missionary tell one time. This happened long ago. They were they were doing an outreach to a uh, island where there was no refrigeration, and uh, so had they brought on the ship some ice cream. And these people had never had ice cream before. And he was a great, you know, he enjoyed ice cream. And so he wanted to share this experience with them. So he lined all the villagers up and they had started a church there. And um, uh, so the, all the believers came out and other folks too. And they all handed them ice cream, handed them ice cream. And one of the ladies that had been in the church for some time, she got up there and they handed her a big cone of vanilla ice cream. And she she took a big Big lick of it, and she looked at him, and she threw it on the ground. <laughs> and he, he said, Sister, you know, this, this, this stuff is precious. What what'd you do that for? She said, Anything. Tastes that good. Have to be a sin. <laughs> well, it's just not true that everything that's a good experience or has some pleasure to it is a sin. God's not against you having fun. God's not against you enjoying something. He's against things that will hurt you. Things that will kill you. And sin destroys. And sin robs. No? Do we find the right verse on that or not? Did I I give the wrong one? 1 Timothy 6. Y'all got time? You in a big hurry? (laughs) Say it out loud. God is real. 
God is good. And God is fun. Kids, you believe God is fun? I didn't hear the kids. Kids? I know you can say something louder than that. Kids? There you are. There you are. Do you believe God is fun? You are right. You are absolutely correct. It's the 17th verse. 1 Timothy 6, 17. The reason I'm taking time, I want you to see this in the Word. If you're not familiar with it, you need to know it. Charge them, them that are rich in this world to get rid of them old riches. No, no. That's what, people say, well, money is the root of all evil. That's not what the Bible said. That's not true. The love of money. And you can love money and not have any. And just sit around and dream about it all the time. Well, if you can love it and not have it, you could have it and not love it. The issue is don't get high-minded. Just because you get a few things, don't get puffed up. You're still the same old boy you used to be. We know you. Right? Just because you got a new car, a new house. Don't trust in the uncertain riches, but do what? Trust in the living God who, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Somebody say gives us richly all things to enjoy. What's heaven going to be like? Sitting around bored? Huh? Afraid to do anything? It might be fun. You'd get punished. No. No. And God's will is the same. He said, pray thy will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. We've already prayed about God directing our whole day. And that our seed, all of our seed that has uh, uh, been sown will wind up in the right hands. And we're believing for that. But these natural things, they will come and go. One day they'll be ashes and dust. But the biggest gift is the gift that the Lord gave us and the gift that the Father has already given to us. And the big thing is you can get a lot of things wrong in this life. And still be okay. But this one thing you got to get right. I said this one thing you must get right. If you say well I don't believe in all that religious stuff. Don't be a fool. And find out the truth when you die. Please don't. Because there is a heaven. And there is a hell. And life is short. And Jesus said if you don't believe that I am the one. You'll die in your sins. He said that in John. He said. Uh, I am the truth, the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Jesus said that. So if you believe the Bible and you believe what the Master Jesus said, there are not many ways to God and all these other religions are not okay. If you believe the Bible. Oh, but it's so simple. It's already been bought. It's already been paid for. Uh, every every mistake you've ever made, every sin you've ever committed, it's all been taken care of if, if, if you'll receive. Everybody stand if you would please. And whether you've been a believer for some time or whether you are needing to make that choice today.
The greatest thing that would excite us is to hear you came to the Lord today. Whew. That'd be the best thing that happened all day long. Am I telling the truth, church? Best thing that happened all day long is if you came to God or if you came back to God. So everybody, the Bible says that in, in, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you'll uh, believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, if you'll confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you would be saved. That's what the Bible says. So I want you to say it out loud. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't just sit and say, well, you know, maybe another time. What if you die tomorrow? What, what if you miss your opportunity? These things are not guaranteed to you. You got now. We're here. Right? We're here. We got now. Today's the day. Today's the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. Everybody say it out loud. Affirm or reaffirm your faith. Everybody watching online. Everybody in Sarasota. Everybody. Say it out loud. Father God. I believe in you. I choose to believe. And that you gave your son. Freely. For my redemption. For my salvation. That he hung on the cross. That he paid the full price. For all my sins, every failure, every mistake, and I believe you have raised him from the dead. He's alive right now. King of kings, Lord of lords, soon to come again. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord. Lord of my life, I receive forgiveness, cleansing, all you've done and given to me by faith. I receive it now. And as you help me, I'll not just live for myself, but I will follow you. Thank you. For saving me. Oh, praise God. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, come on. Just take a moment. Lift your voice. Lift your hands. Say thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Nobody can do your praising for you. If you've been saved, you ought to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want us to take a minute and say thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I exalt you. I exalt you. 
If you would just close your eyes and focus on Him. Friend, you're not here by accident today. Life is short. And if you just live for yourself and never think about God, you're wasting your life. God is so good. He's so real. He's so fun. And His plan for you is better than anything you could ever come up with. But you must not try to do it on your own. There's a place you're supposed to be joined into. There's a family of believers you ought to be hooked together with and working and serving. There's there's a plan. There's a path. There's a way. His way. You can come into the next part of that and even the fullness of that by steps taken today. So as you sing it again, make a commitment in your heart to to the Lord. I'm going to serve Him now. I'm going to give my whole life to Him now. The rest of my days, I'm I'm going to live for God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm, I'm going to go to church regularly. Will somebody say amen? amen? So be it. Hallelujah. Sing it again. Hallelujah. benefits of being joined with a group of believers is your combined faith their strength the Bible said pray one for another that you may be healed God's a healer yes he is I believe we can pray right now and healings occur 